grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is from Acts, the first 11 verses, but I'll read these words. The disciples were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? Dear friends of Christ, I lived in northwest Kansas for the first 10 years of my ministry, and while I was there, I experienced dirt roads. And I mean true dirt roads, not the kind of roads you have here that have gravel on them. Uh, these were true dirt roads without gravel. And uh, as a pastor, I hated those roads for several reasons, but uh, they never went in a straight line. And they went up and down, and they followed the, the contour of the terrain. And some of those roads would just all of a sudden come to an end. But that was okay, because when it came to an end, it meant you parked your car and you walked the rest of the way. So, again, kind of different, those dirt roads, and they would get very bumpy, um, like a washboard. And you get that with the gravel roads that we know here in northwest Iowa, but just far more severe. People who lived at the end of a dirt road learned that life is a bumpy way. Life is a bumpy ride. Those, those roads would jar you. I mean, they'd rattle your teeth. And, and you'd think for sure that every spring and, and bolt on your car was flying off as you went down the road. And when it rained, those roads were as slippery as they could possibly be, just like ice. And an unexperienced driver would find themselves in a ditch. And even if you were an experienced driver you'd still had the threat of getting stuck in the mud. A rainstorm for them was like a blizzard for us. They got to stay at home because travel was impossible. And so they would uh, roast marshmallows in the barn as it rained. You see, those dirt roads were a big problem. However, for those people who lived on those dirt roads, the trip was worth it because at the end of the dirt road was home. It led you home. And I want to use this analogy of the dirt road of life to help us today. Life can start out smoothly, but eventually life gets pretty rough, and there are bumps and bruises along the way. And it's going to be that way for our graduates this morning. School starts out pretty smoothly, and I imagine as you look at your school experience, there were times where it was really smooth and times where it was really bumpy and pretty difficult. But now something completely new is happening. It's a new path. It's called the future. And you can be assured that the future will have any, many bumps and bruises along the way as well. And today's also Mother's Day, and mothers know how things begin that they give birth and the birth process is painful, but it's worth it because you have a child until you take that child home. And then you realize all the responsibilities and what was going at the beginning so smoothly, all of a sudden you find out things get pretty tough. But each day has a new beginning, a new road. And often what appeared to be a trial ended up to be a blessing from God and mothers understand that, that God can use difficult things for good. I would suggest that Jesus' ascension into heaven is an example of this, the dirt road analogy. On the surface, it appears like it was very sudden. Jesus is here, and then he's gone. And as if there's no plan, as if God doesn't know what he's doing, he just suddenly disappears, and he leaves the apostles all confused. 
What's he doing? What's going on? But this isn't like uh, Jesus saying goodbye, like we say goodbye to our friends at graduation. No, it's much more than that. We celebrate Jesus' presence in a new way. He's ascended. And his presence now lives and dwells with us. So let's consider our theme this morning, the three promises of the ascension. Now, in order to understand the significance of Christ's ascension into heaven, I want you to picture that dirt road analogy in your mind and think about Christ's rough journey as he walked on this earth. Think about all the rejection that he had. Think about his cross. Think about his suffering. Think about how he was beaten. And, and think about where he is now. The rough road that led him to the throne of God. Because of Jesus' rough road, the road to heaven is now paved for you and for me. The road to heaven is a smooth journey, but the journey here on earth is not so smooth. And that's what we learn from Christ's ascension this morning as we consider the three promises of the ascension. The promise of His presence, the promise of His power, and the promise of the priesthood. The promise of His presence. Before ascending into heaven... Jesus told his disciples, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. I'm ascending into heaven to do what? Be with you always. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter what you're thinking, I will be there with you. Jesus was not leaving his disciples alone. Instead, he said, from now on, I will be with you always. His presence was changing things. Our society faces a crisis of loneliness, despondency, despair. People feel that they're all alone in this world. And I have often heard people say, no one cares. No one cares about me anymore. And they live lost. They look lost. And they are lost because they have no plan for their future. They have no plan of what's going to happen to them after they die. No plan for eternal life. And it's like that for many of our high school graduates graduating at our high school next week. And all our high schools. They have no plan. They're just traveling along this dirt road with all the bumps and all the bruises and the difficult road of life. And many of those graduates don't know where they're going. They don't have a purpose. Oh, they know, may know where they're going next year to college or into the workforce. But they don't know where they're going for eternity. They don't have an eternal plan. What's their end game? Where will the dirt road of life lead them? Well, Christ's ascension speaks to that. After all, why did he leave? Well, he left so that we might have his presence, so that he might be with us, so that he might guide us through this life, so that he might direct us through this life, so that, he, so that we might follow in his paths, follow in his ways and not get lost, follow his word. You see, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is with us on the journey. We may be tired, 
We may be lonely, but as Christians, we're never alone. Jesus promised very clearly, I am with you always to the very end of the age. That begs the question, well, how is he with us? And that can get quite confusing as we stand underneath the disciples all looking at each other. What's he doing? Where's he going? How come he's not here? How come we can't see him? Where is his presence? How do we know he's with us? And yet God comes to us in the Lord's Supper, doesn't he? And here in the Lord's Supper, in the bread and wine, Jesus is truly present with us. And you receive Jesus in a brand new, you receive him anew in your heart and you receive him anew in your life. His ascension has made his presence powerful, which leads us to the next promise of the ascension, the promise of his power. Jesus said to his disciples, but you will receive power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Of course, we're talking about Pentecost and how the Holy Spirit then directed the church to explode all around the world. Jesus gives power to the powerless. In our sin, we're nothing. In our own bodies, we're worthless on our own. But Jesus lifts up the brokenhearted. He gives strength to the weak. And he says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Sometimes people come into my office and they're burdened. They have a problem or a a pain or a challenge or they're confused and I encourage them sometimes to spend five minutes uninterrupted time in God's word now why would I do that why would I tell them to spend time in God's word it's because it changes their focus from the power of their problem to the power of Christ's presence and they need to be reminded of that that Christ has ascended, that He is sitting at the right hand of the power of God. And we may moan and we may groan about all the troubles in life, and we, but when we do, we miss the opportunity to rely on His promise. You see, when we try to handle everything on our own, we are absolutely, unlim- uh, we are absolutely limited. When we cut ourselves off from the presence of Jesus, We deny His presence among us. But consider this. Jesus transformed His disciples. Do you remember those guys, how how terrified they were? Do you remember those disciples after He died, Jesus died on the cross, how they were scared? Jesus made His presence among them and it changed everything. Keep that in mind. As you go through the road the dirt, dirty, bumpy, rough road of life, that dirty, bumpy road will present you with many dangers and challenges and disappointments. Are you going to face those bumps alone? Or are you going to face them with the power of His presence? As believers, we face all things with the power of faith and forgiveness because Jesus has ascended into heaven. And he's sitting at the right hand of God. And he controls all things 
all things for you. And you remember what he's doing there? He's interceding for us. He's praying for us. He's on our side, not against us. The final point of Jesus' ascension, the final promise, is the promise of the priesthood. And do you remember what Jesus said to his disciples just before he left them? You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in my name to all nations. My friends, in this bumpy journey, this bumpy dirt road of life, we have a mission. God has given us work to do. And of course, the work that we have is the church work, because we are all church workers. We are all ministers of the gospel, because we are all members of the priesthood of believers. And of course, our mission is to lead everyone safely home. Our ministry is to lead people down the dirt road home. You see, Jesus is coming back again someday. And he told us, I'm I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when I come back, I will take you to be where I am. We don't know the hour. We don't know the day. It doesn't matter. He's coming back. And the good news is that Christ has made us prepared. We're ready. We've confessed our sins. Our sins have been covered by His blood. You see, we travel through this rough and bumpy road of life, and we know our destination. We know our heavenly home. And that journey, or that fact, makes the journey worthwhile. Why? Because Jesus is leading us home. And that's why we greatly anticipate His his return. And when He returns, He's going to give us a perfect body, He's going to make a new heaven, He's going to make a new earth, and He's going to take us home to live with Him forever. And if you really know this priceless gift and you understand it, you won't want anybody to be left out. You want everyone to have the same gift, the same promise. We have been given the privilege of sharing Jesus, the privilege of sharing His cross, the privilege of sharing His resurrection, of sharing His forgiving love with other people. Okay, now, I want you to think. Think about that dirt road that's in front of you today. That challenge. Think about the thing that's consuming you right now. That burden. Maybe a relationship gone bad. Maybe there's a friend out there who you know that doesn't know the way, who doesn't trust in Jesus as the Lord and Savior of life. Can the Lord use this dirt road as a blessing? Can the Lord use the dirt road as a blessing? Can God work out a smooth ending to a rough way? Of course He can. 
and he does. You followed his path, right? Through this life, to his ascension into heaven. And Christ's ascension assures us that we'll all have the same path. We all have the same journey. And it reminds us to rely on the power of his promises. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus into life everlasting. Amen.